Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast again today. We're glad to have you with us. I've got uh, Pastor Robert Floyd with me today. Robert, good to have you today. So glad to be with you, Pastor. Hey, Amen. We're, we're uh, talking about um, living an authentic life as a believer and as a leader. And people need to see your authenticity. Um, you think, well, they have to follow me because I'm a leader. They have to follow me because I'm the boss. But if you're a spiritual leader, you operate on a different level. And because of that, you have to reflect an authenticity about you, not, not something fake. I mean something that's real because you have to lead people sometimes into, into that. And um, our scripture that we've been, we've been um, talking about here is over in um, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. And um, we, we're talking about um, living authentic life, and um, the, um, the thing that uh, we've been discussing is Paul said, examine and test and evaluate your own selves to see whether you're holding to your faith and showing the proper fruit of it. So there's fruit to your faith, and you got to show it. And if you're a leader, there are some things you must show, you must demonstrate. And we talked in the last podcast about the fact that you've got to be a person walk in peace and you've got to learn how to operate and walk in peace in your life. And, um, if you do that, uh, that's a, that is a, a, um, a sign of authenticity because people around you, it's like, um, uh, uh, what you said the other day, uh, Robert, that, um, you transmit that, you know, and, and if you're a pastor, for example, or a leader, and you go into a hostile situation, maybe somebody's died or somebody's sick or something's happened, and you walk into a hospital uh, visiting room and a waiting room there, and <laughs> and you got a bunch of frantic people, somebody's got to walk in peace. And that's why you have to be that person of peace as a leader. And you have to demonstrate to that to those who are around you as well. All right, I don't want to get back to preaching that, okay? But here's another trademark of authenticity that that I think sometimes is overlooked, and I watch for this in leaders because sometimes leaders are not this way, but a true mark of authenticity is compassion. And if you're not a compassionate person, um, uh, then you better go back and check your faith. Because when you make Jesus the Lord of your life, there is a compassion that is imparted to us beyond anything we could ever naturally understand. And uh, we can identify with people who we never identified with uh, before because um, we, we, we operate and live and, and have compassion for people. And there's a scripture over in um, in First uh, John that I, I want to read to you, and um, and I think it'll I think it'll uh, help you with this. And uh, I'm going to read this out of the um, out of the New King James in First John chapter three, verse sixteen. Uh, it says, "By this we know love, because He laid down His life for us. We also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren." 
Whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart. Now, that's the Greek word there is, is compassion. Shuts up his compassion from him. How does the love of God abide in him? Hmm. So you can talk about the love of God all you want to. But if you don't operate in compassion toward people, uh, then something's wrong with your faith life. There's that you're not an authentic person if if compassion is is not there and not a part of your life. Now I'm not talking about trying to relieve guilt by trying to help somebody. Right. Okay. I'm talking about moving from your inward parts from compassion. Uh, and you see something, and it, and it moves you. And um, I, I've been around too many leaders, uh, Pastor, that, that man, you get them out of the pulpit, you get them around people or around uncomfortable circumstances, I've seen them walk away from things they, had to, they should have dealt with. I've seen people try to come up to a leader, a, a pastor, or come up to someone just to share a hurt in their life, and they don't have time for them. Wow. That's scary. We have to be compassionate uh, with people. And sometimes compassion takes time, and it also takes us out of our way. And if you're a leader and you find yourself going the other direction when you know somebody needs it, because <laughs> right. we've all done that, you know. <laughs> yes, that's you, true. You know, we've all done that. <laughs> and uh, I remember I had a guy in my church that that God dealt with me about because I, I got to where I avoided him. Uh, he was needy, and he, but he was always had something. Oh, and so every service, man, I couldn't even talk to anybody else because this guy would come up. And, um, and so I kind of... I have to admit, I, you know, this was many years ago, but I got to where I would try to avoid him. I knew he was coming, and I'm going to go a different direction. His name was Fred. <laughs> and I, I said, oh, here comes Fred. So I, I'd go a different direction. And I'm telling you, God got all over me about that. Because if you are a Christian, you've got to be compassionate. Look at Jesus' life. He never turned anybody away. The the worst case scenario with Jesus was a Canaanite woman who he wasn't called to preach to, but when she insisted, he stopped and ministered to her regarding her daughter. And I think sometimes if we're not careful, um, we revealed our lack of authenticity by our lack of compassion. And it talks about here, if you have this world's goods or ability to meet a need, and you see somebody in need, and you shut up that compassion from them, the love of God's questioned then. And man, you can't operate without the love of God. And that's what comes into question uh, when, when that happens in, in, your, in your life. So um, do, do you hold back? I guess that's the thing that, that we have to be careful of. Now, look, I know there's another side of this. There are time stealers. Right. Okay. Right. And and you have to deal with that. But when you feel something towards someone and you don't respond to that, that's a lack of authenticity. And I've been around leaders that I've been shocked. I mean, I was with a pastor one time and a man came up to him who had a desperate need. He sent him to another church. Oh wow. 
rather than to meet the minister to that person himself. You know, now he may have had a reason. He may have known this guy before. I don't know. But it shocked me. Okay. And, and you can't operate that way. You, you, you do, I mean, the Bible tells us very clearly that if you see somebody and they come in your midst and they're not and they're dressed poorly, you know, maybe they're not the you know, they're not high, you know, high fashion or they're not sharp, you know, and um, and you look at them and you don't have compassion toward them and you look toward somebody who can help you, you better watch it. You better you better be careful. We we are never to be high minded. We are to be of low estate. We are to draw back and be willing to minister to people and have compassion uh, toward people. Um, uh, don't judge someone who has a need and then just kind of give out of a sense of, well, they need it, so I'm going to help them. There right. ought to be a true compassion in your heart. You say, well, I don't have that. Then you get in your prayer closet <laughs> till you get it because if you've got the Holy Spirit, you should have that in your life. Well, that's definitely part of your relationship with God. Uh, I mean, that's who he is. He had compassion on us. So if we're not having compassion, then there's really there's a there's a disconnect. There is from a God. disconnect exactly. And and, and again, like I said, uh, John questions your love. Period. He questions it. Does the love of God even abide in you? Well, brother Sam, what do you say to those that um, you know they say, well, you know, well, I just didn't feel led to do this or feel led to do that, and we understand being yeah. led by a spirit, but yeah. sometimes we use that as an excuse and violate Here's really what, what it, God's it, telling it, it's us. It's pretty to do. simple. If you see somebody and you ha- they have a need, and, and particularly a brother in need, and you just shut it up, you know they have a need. That's all you have to. That's good. You know, that's all you have to have. You don't have to have some huge, swelling, <laughs> you know, overcoming move. And I have had that for people. Right. You know, in very unusual circumstances. Um, but you don't have to have that. I, I was driving to Dallas one time many years ago, and, and um, you know, I don't recommend people pick up hitchhikers. You know, I just don't. But I passed by this young man. It was like 25 degrees outside. On, on on Interstate 20 going to Dallas from Shreveport. And and I drove by him, and I saw him out there, and I had an overwhelming compassion toward mm-hmm. him. He didn't even have a coat on. So I turned around, took the next exit, and I turned around, and I came back and pulled over and picked him up. And uh, and so I'm not going to – I'm going to make a long story short, but bottom line, his father – uh, he was, you know, he was like 19 years old. His name was Robert. And um, he, um, uh, his, his father, uh, uh, his mother lived in California and his, mo- his dad lived over in East Texas and his dad kicked him out of the house because he didn't want him there with his new wife. Oh, wow. And, and, and he kicked him out with nothing. And, um, and I, said, I said, well, where are you going? He said, well, I'm going to go to Dallas and uh, try to see if I can get a day job to try to earn enough money to get a bus ticket to go back, to go home. And so I just started talking to him about the Lord, you know, and he wasn't saved. And I, I prayed for him, and he got saved on the way to Dallas. I took him to the bus station. I bought him a bus ticket, you know, and um, to, to back to Los Angeles. And um, now, you know, I know what some of you are thinking. Well, he probably cashed that ticket in. 
Listen, you, I, it doesn't matter. The compassion was there, and I don't believe he did. Okay, but, but so, you know, he 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 went from not even wanting to talk to me in the car to being open by the time we got to Dallas, and so uh, I never forget this as long as I live. We were at the bus station and we bought a ticket. In fact, the bus was going to leave pretty soon, and um, I gave him all the cash I had. Wow. You know, bought him a bus ticket. Gave, I don't remember how much it was. It wasn't a huge amount because I didn't have a lot back then, but gave him all the cash I had. And uh, so I'm about to leave, and I said, Robert, I just want you to know God loves you, and more than that, I want you to know I love you. And with tears streaming down his eyes, he looked at me, and he said, and I love you too. And I hugged him, you know, and, and, and I believe he got home. And that's so It good. would have been so easy just to keep going. Because it was out of my way. I was on my way to a meeting, and it was out of my way to do that. You know, I didn't know what the guy was going to smell like, whether you know, or any smoking, what you know, all that. But you know what? When compassion comes, you have to. You can't shut it up. I, that's what uh, uh, John said. You can't shut it up. You've got to open it up. And if you are not, you say, "Well, I don't ever have that." Then something's wrong. You've missed it. Yeah, what you, it is. absolutely. Something's wrong if you don't feel that compassion uh, rising up and flowing out of you. So I just want to encourage you today. If you're not flowing in that, you the Holy Spirit's in you. He can He can cause that to come alive on the inside of you. So you let it come alive because it's a sign of authenticity. If you're a really a believer, you're a person of compassion. You can't discount that. And it has, like you said, really has nothing to do with being led by the Spirit. It has to do with that inner witness that you are a child of God. You walk in love, and you're not going to shut yourself off from needs in, 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 in life. Amen. 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 Let me just mention this real quick. You can't meet everybody's need, but right. you can always pray with somebody. There's always something you can do. And that's not a consolation. That is not a consolation <laughs> prize. That's right. Exactly. Hey, we're so glad you were with us today. I trust you got something out of the podcast, and we look forward to our next time together. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.